Brancourt Talks Sci-Fi's Krypton. Welcome to the House of Al. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fan of Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. You have entered the House of L. Choose your allies wisely for the fate of the universe may rest on your shoulders. And whatever you do, don't take off your mask. Oh, never take off your mask. Yeah, it makes people scared and stuff. And and don't try to overthrow your, um, your overlord. Well, sometimes a good overthrow needs to happen, but yeah, just make sure your overlord isn't like possessed by some brainiac type thing first. Yeah, be prepared, yes. as the Lion King yes. said. <laughs> it's the Lion King said. <laughs> yeah, Scar. Uh, yeah, be prepared. All right, before we jump into that, just so everybody, everybody check us out over at purefandom.com. You can find our full list of uh, recaps and interviews over there, and at SoundCloud as well. Also, be sure to check out some of the other great writers over at Beer Fandom. If there's a show or maybe you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And, Court, how can the good people reach us? Well, you can email us at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter. I'm at Jindev. He is at BradCB. You can also follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep the up-to-date on the latest articles that have been posted. You can also check out Pure Fandom on Facebook. And, Brad, do you know what else is on Facebook? Uh, there's a group on Facebook about making masks for cosplay stuff. That is actually pretty cool. Like, you should send me that link. Okay. Okay. Um now I want to ask you about Sub-Zero, but I'll ask you about that later. Oh. Okay. <laughs> now I'm doing Cobra Commander next. Oh, yeah. Cobra! Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so we'll we'll post the links in our Facebook group, which is uh, Brad and Court Talk. We talk, but we also talk about Cobra Commanders and Sub-Zero Masks <laughs> and cosplay. So, um, yeah, you can go there for that. Uh, we also talk about any movies, music, um, any television shows that we happen to be binging. I think the 100 is coming back soon. I finished um, getting ready for the upcoming season by finally rewatching everything. Yes. And I'm so excited. Yes, the 100 came back last night, Tuesday night. Ah, yes. Yes. And it was really good, <laughs> I think. Uh, it's, uh, it's amazing. You, I know. You, I'll let you know when I watch it. Same deal. Yeah, the Clark Show. Uh, well, I could, hopefully I could, not just the Clark show. I could rant about that for a long time, but I'm not going to because we're talking about Krypton. We we will rant about that because I have some choice words. Like, I, no, I'm not going to say that right now. Um, we also have a Facebook group uh, for Van Helsing, Sci-Fi's Van Helsing. If you have been watching that on Netflix or on demand, you can always go ahead and join in on the conversation. If you haven't caught up on the first two seasons, go ahead and make sure you do that before season three returns. I believe it'll be coming back this coming fall. Yes, check that out. And be sure to follow them on Twitter as well. Because there's yes. all sorts of interesting stuff to come out there from the showrunner. And I was just pulled it up earlier today and he had some new shot out there they were doing. I was like, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, he's been posting a lot. It's a VH showrunner, Van Helsing showrunner, and also the Van Helsing writers. They post a lot. And the different actors, they'll post some stuff too as well. Yeah, That's so check it redundant, out. redundant, but okay. Yep. <laughs> it's fine. It'll live. It'll live, yeah. Right. So, Brad... Yes. Krypton. Krypton. Mm -hmm. So this week was season one, episode six, Civil Wars. Oh, wow. Hey, look at that. I know, right? It's, it's a week of wars. Hmm. Infinity yeah. War, Civil Wars. Yeah. I see what they did there. Uh, I see what they did there. 
I wonder if they did that on purpose. Like, uh. good job, guys. Uh, this week was Civil Wars. Seg is forced uh, to make an impossible choice that will shape the L legacy and the fate of the universe. As it turns out, Lyda is the future mother of the one and only General Zod. And, uh, yeah, we find out that Adam Strange hasn't exactly told Seg everything that he needs to know. Well, you know, what's he going to do? Oh, by the way, uh, General Zod is related to your girlfriend, and yeah, she's Superman's greatest enemy, and so I don't think that's your kid. Yeah, I was holding out hope, but I guess that's just not going to happen, especially um, when we find out that uh, General Zod and, well, is it going to be Jarrell? They They make a great deal of effort not to say Jarrell's name in front of uh, Adam mm-hmm. or Adam never says Jarrell's name so I wonder what his reaction will be when Seg says his son's name is going to be Corvex uh, will he bring that up in general conversation that's a good question I don't know I don't know I found it interesting though because you know like Lida said you know her son knew her as her mother, but didn't know you as anything. Right. Not the dad. And like the mother he describes reminds me so much of Jana. Mm-hmm. Like something shaped her into becoming more like her mother. Like she sounds like she became a really a, a badass and very loyal to the house of Zod. Well, he kind of explained that when she was out fighting Brainiac, which are is going to happen. That's the whole thing that happens, right? And yeah. the city of Candor is taken. She pulls it. She basically transforms into her mother at that point in time and holds that grudge the whole entire time. But Adam is convinced that General Zod is working for Brainiac. Which makes no sense. Well, he's trying to figure out. What's like, going I, on. I know he doesn't trust Zod. Like, if, if we weren't watching the show and we were just going by everything we happen to know about General Zod, like, we wouldn't be trusting this dude either. True. Very true. But so we, basically, he's on board with saving saving Kandor, and we know that when Kandor is ripped out of Krypton, like like that's what starts the the time bomb, basically. Right, which Adam failed to mention that you know Oops. the planet's gonna sorry. blow up. Oops, sorry, my bad. Did I miss that? I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think we ever knew why it did it. Like oh, I, no. we just thought it was like the natural evolution of that particular planet but no uh brainiac did this like it was his fault and uh adam's suddenly like oh wow sorry we gotta let it happen now yeah because brainiac is not from the future right he's from the present time Mm -hmm. and if the planet isn't um ripped you know if candor isn't ripped from the core of, of Krypton, like it's not going to destabilize the planet, and then Kal El will never come to Earth, and then he'll never save the universe a bunch of different times. Right? Like, uh, way to be about you, Adam, when they're thinking about all the people they know and care about. Well, he's also thinking about you know if he doesn't save the universe, look at how many people that that is. You know the, the needs. Yeah, but the... they they have no contacts. Like even right. Um, Seg Seg like he can only look around and see the people that he cares about in the home planet that he cares about. Whereas you have this uh, mythical grandson who will be born to him at some point in the future, possibly. Like Kal El is only an idea to him right now. Right. It's just a twinkle in his eye. That's it. Yeah. Even though we don't know who his grandmother is now, apparently, unless um, nope. I'm just going to let it go. Yeah, we, we don't know much at this t- point in time. 
But we do know that uh, the general is searching for the super weapon that was left in the archives. Oh, yeah. And we find out that symbol that Seg saw on the wall when he freed that one woman, those are the people who are guarding that weapon. Right. And as he gets there, right, he sees that the symbol was actually a merger of the House of El. Yep. And the sigils House for Zod. House of L and Zod. And like we we saw the sigil for House of L. Like we saw it and I couldn't figure out why he kept not realizing that that was his family sigil. But it, I guess I didn't realize it had that mix to it. It, mm-hmm. did, it that it had the Zod part of it with it as well. And you have I'm to- telling you, they got secretly married, Brad, and they had a baby. Is that what you're going with? I'm going with that. Well, it could happen. They eloped. They went to uh, Krypton's version of uh, Las Vegas. Uh-huh, the little chapel. <laughs> the little chapel. Uh-huh. Got married by Elvis. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you very okay, much. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the general tried to blow open the door with some explosives, but that does absolutely nothing to the door. That's a hard door. Yeah, well, they've got some pretty good locks on Krypton. Uh, the lock of blood can open up the door for him. Yeah. So the mixture of the blood between the L and the Zod opens the door, and inside there is a frozen creature named Doomsday. Uh, close the door. Close the door. Yeah, soulless creature would stop at nothing and killing everything. Yeah, the door automatically closes if you don't walk in. It's like, you know, you're going to, like, Walmart, the door opens for you. It closes after you go away. Yeah, nobody needs to deal with Doomsday. Let him stay exactly where he is. But they know how to open the door, so we have that going on. And right then, all the protectors show up there. Yes. And we're not long before a firefight erupts, and yeah, they escape, even though the general does get shot, and Adam goes with them. Yeah, because he needs to go back home. Like, you need to go. You're no longer welcome here. Sorry. Right. Go he, catch his data beam. Yeah, which is broke. Yeah. Because Grandpa was working on it. Uh-huh. Hologram Grandpa, so we'll see where we're at with that. <laughs> yeah. So that's where we left them. Now... We had this other little thing happening, the overthrow of the entire government going on. Yeah, that little thing. Yeah, that little thing going on there. Uh, Jenna's having a private talk with uh, Dev and inform her about the plans of taking out the voice. Mm -hmm. You had to love that he was good with it since he learned everything about being a Sagittari from her and would follow her orders anywhere. That's a good guy. Yeah, he's he's very loyal to her. I was like, oh, crap. Dev's going to marry Lyda now and be the father. Oh. Well, they were kind of together, you know. They were. I mean, together. not really. Well, he was. Com- I told you he was convenient. Yeah, I guess when you're in a death sentence, I you know, I love you too. I guess you got to go with that. Yeah, her man wasn't around. I'm sorry. Yeah. You want? Just take the best one, Sarah. Okay, you'll do. Let's go. All right. So they have this planned out that they are going to do a thing. Where during the Nova cycle, that uh, Rao releases people, prisoners, right, to get the people's yep. approval. Yep. And one of these people just happens to be a bomb, a Black Zero bomb maker. Oops. To which that one lieutenant wasn't that happy that he was being let go. But you know, good thing that uh, Dev was there because he was able to kind of stop that from happening. Says, by the way, dude, just let it go. It's fine. Yeah, the lieutenant totally let that one go. I mean, he he's following in orders. He's like, yeah, I guess I can't dispute the word of Ral. I guess, you know, that's how it works. 
But when the lieutenant runs into Dev later on, he questions the release, and he knows that the prisoner disappeared, which mm-hmm. is what they were doing because they had to get him out of the way so they could use him for later, yada, yada. He doesn't really want to talk to Dev anymore because he kind of sensed that Dev was kind of hiding something. So he goes to talk to uh, Jana and tells her everything along with how he requested a meeting with Rao. As a result, uh, yeah. he, he was told he was a really good soldier and put down. Yeah, she put him all the way down. At first, I thought she was going to put him like in the sleeper hold, but now nah, that you heard a crack. It's yeah, like, oh, no. man. I knew as soon as he stepped foot in there, he was a done. He was gone. That was it. There's nothing left for him. Because you got to quiet him. You got to, he's a, he's a leak. Liability right there. Right. Now, this actually doesn't go over well with Dev because as Brow comes down and starts his little uh, mass thing there, Dev runs out and says, bomb, bomb, and makes everybody go away. Well, yeah, because I think there are a bunch of civilians in there too. And he, like he didn't want anybody else caught in the line of fire. Now, that was my question. Was this a plan thing? Because originally he was supposed to be the only one there, but the voice wanted all the people to show up there. Right. And that made him a liability. So right. was this where everything changed? At the Because they already had everybody waiting in his chambers when they got there. Right. So I think they maybe they modified the plan a little bit on that one. Yeah. Because Dev was... No, they had, to, they had to change it. Yeah, yeah Dev was escorting around to his chambers, and once he got there, he was greeted by uh, Jaina and the crew who pulls weapons on him. To which... Uh, Rao removes his mask, and we see that he's going through some changes there a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah. And then he attacks them, and that's the end of story. Yeah, so um, that was basically what we saw with Ona previously um, when she got infected, I guess. Right. And then when that same thing infected the voice. Right. And so I Ona's, it was like what tentacles? Yeah, it was something like that. Ona's a child. That's not the, that's, her mother was the one who got infected, but we had that moment though where Ona was talking to the voice of Rao and he's quizzing on her her if she's worthy or not, and you know what faith is and everything else. Mm-hmm. And we noted he had been infected, but during one of those cycles, he is asking her questions. Okay, right. He says, mm-hmm. you know, why is faith important to you? And Raoul mentions Ona's nickname that her mom called her and said mm-hmm. that he took her, her mother in with her and offers her to join him. Now, uh, Sefi, the other word of Raoul, I think is what her title was or whatever. Uh-huh. Other, she's in the back there freaking out a little bit. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I don't want to deal with the uh, voice of Raoul today. He's being weird. <laughs> she's well, like, he's being way weirder than usual. Yeah, she's like really hurrying up trying to get through things. Like, yeah, that doesn't sound like a good thing. We've never heard of that. Don't want to play. I'm out. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was a because he was getting ready to take his mask off for her and didn't do it. Right. So now we know what happens when he takes his mask off. He doesn't look all that good. He's got a killer goatee going on and he's just ready to take down people. Uh, yeah. And that's where we end things. Uh, we like, had, that was crazy and did not go as they expected. Even though we knew it was not going to go as expected because, like, uh, the news, the century took over. Like, the voice of Rao was no more. Right. Like, if the voice of Rao had still been himself, like, he'd have gone down. Like, 
they would have been fine. Right. But yeah, that once that happened, nope, things are bad. Uh, we do know that Jenna and Dev are doing okay because the first two people who got shirt, uh, hit and shot were red shirts. Yeah, I kept looking. And I was like, wait a minute, is one of them Dev? Is one of them Dev? Because nope. I couldn't tell initially. So that would be. But yeah, I, I knew um, Jenna would be fine. Yeah, that would be guard three and guard four. <laughs> did not make it. They had a part in this play. It was like, I was on Krypton, man. I was the guy right there. I got taken out. It was kind of cool. Now on this one, I'm playing the background guy. You'll never know I'm there. So, yeah, that's where we left off. Really interested to see how things go next because we got a lot of stuff going on there with just with the voice. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got anything else on it? No, that's pretty much it. Um, like, I, I, I'm glad that we saw that Ona, because I remember I was confused at first as to whether or not she infected the voice of Raul on purpose. Right. But no, like, she's really into her, her new role. Like, she, she it's, it's her faith for sure. Oh, yeah, I just think the whole thing that her infecting it was the... Like her mom? The, well, no, the Sentry, you know, they said needed a powerful enough host. She wasn't a powerful enough host. There was really no need to infect her or just pass on. Right. But I didn't know if she was infected at some point in time and then had Rao infected right. or if like her mother talked her into doing it and then taking like the offering to him mm. that eventually infected him. Yeah. I was kind of curious about that too, but I don't know. It's, it works. It, yeah. It, it, but either way, it all works out. All right. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for The Crossing, The Magician's Krypton, which we're talking about right now, Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys, the Channel Zero franchise, Winona Earp, all sorts of awesomeness. There are also a lot of awesome writers over at Pure Fandom putting out some amazing work. Absolutely. Um, if you have any comments or thoughts on the episode, just give us an email at bradencourttalk at gmail.com or find us on Twitter or Facebook. And until next time. Hmm. Until next time, when you plan an insurrection, you might want to plan just a little bit better to make sure that your overlord has not been possessed. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.